Hey everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Cyber Bullies Podcast. Did you ever think we'd do 40 of these? I'm actually, well, we've done, like, as we stated last time, we've we done did more 40, than 40. 42, probably. Yeah, four, I, maybe 40, 43. 43, 44. But yeah, I, uh, it's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear it, you know? <laughs> I mean, Ken no the, one else is. We're the only ones. Yeah, literally. Um, Ken Dworski, I'm joined by Kyrie Smendo. Uh, for anyone who missed episode 39 up on iTunes, all your other podcast sites, please subscribe, rate us if you can. Uh, send us an email, cyberbulliespod at gmail.com i forget it i forget what sign it is because nobody's seen this, yeah. this one in so long whatever it could be a hotmail sure uh in episode 39 we watch another woman's husband five stars across the board yeah the uh, great just it, it was phenomenal does maybe, right. maybe the best movie we've watched or it's the one our favorite one of in my... a ring hall of fame for sure oh sure like sure. but yeah it, it does all the lifetime things it's right. four women it's melodramatic right it's good acting great acting and everything made sense sort of yeah, I mean, there Enough. was, there was it, stupid it, things, but there were also amazing but they, things. They, even the one things that didn't make sense, I think we we figured out like, right, what they're what trying I mean. to do. And like the silly stuff with like the chiropractor and things. <laughs> silly stuff made you laugh, huh? All right. Uh, yeah, it was silly. Like that was dumb, but it was still, it didn't derail the movie. No. Like the logic of it didn't kill the movie. Silly. Yeah. It was silly and I liked it. As always, tried to answer the following questions. Uh, were there enough swimming lessons in this movie? <laughs> I would say no. I know you would say no for no, sure. No, I wish that's all this movie was. As we talked about, talked about a lot. We'd love to see blowing bubbles underwater multiple times. <laughs> it, uh, I would love to see a super cut of that. Just like three minutes of them putting their face in the water and blowing <laughs> bubbles. Uh, second question. Was late 90s, early 80s fashion as bad as this movie suggests? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I mean, no, I we mean, were we'll there. Know, we'll know in five years when it comes back. Because yeah. we're, we're right in the middle of like 95. Yeah. Coming yeah, back, you yeah. know, like the flannel and like high waisted jeans. Yeah, no, you're like today with those two, those two young women we saw today, right? Right. That could have been 1997, easily. Those two. True. I mean, she had like maybe heels on, but otherwise, and they were like what 25, right. you know? Maybe. Was this the best acting movie we've watched mm. so far? That is a great question. I think it is. I think they were both phenomenal. This is also a, a, a part of the problem here is I don't remember everything we watched. Yeah, I mean. I'd have to look, but I feel like it's in the top two or three. I would say so. I I, I think they were both great. They were all in. I'm going to look, but go ahead. They were definitely all in. Uh, I mean, usually the, the movies sometimes are are good, but the movie, like the acting is crap, like uh, Montana Sky. Yes, that's true. Um, but, I, mm, I think you're right with this one where, again, casting was good. Yeah, like, it's Almost great. every role had somebody in it who was capable mm-hmm. um okay so hobo's christmas i think is actually no, pretty well good, acted yeah. i think that's more yeah but it's more like a it's TV more of movie a real movie to, yeah uh, to be it fair. has more real actors in it too but that's a, that, you're right that was really good well lisa ren and gail grady i mean yeah i know, you yeah. know they're working actresses um i mean they don't have the mac man in this but no that's true mccraney i mean with this ring i think is pretty well acted yeah that was good mostly every, i mean save one very big exception with then. the brown hornet <laughs> no dion oh, oh god Dion's awful <laughs> Uh, yeah, Keith. Keith, <laughs> still you, you call him Keith all the time, so that I forget. <laughs> Not that he comes up that much, but um, yeah. After that, you're really. Mm, I mean, maybe the one with some are hard because of the the problems with the movie, like right, like, like Buried Secrets. I feel like they do they right. are good at it, but it's so it's so crazy. It's like, insane, right? Like, it, it, well, Bixby is. I mean, he's fine, but yeah. I mean, come on. No, agreed, agreed. And the daughter was not very good in that, from what I remember. And Kyle, the little son. 
Yeah, he's he was great because he's a piece of shit. I hated him. <laughs> um, quarterback princess, not bad. Yeah, I'm it was saying. pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> yeah, after that, I. Yeah, that you're right. The TV movie ones are mu- are much better. Yeah, they yeah. Have, they have but on the actual one. Lifetime right. approved ones on the Lifetime movie channel, right. um, this is probably the best acting. Okay, and I'm glad we did it because I was really starting to get bummed about the podcast. Yeah, and I mean, I know you didn't like the Def Leppard one, but that was that was fun it, though. I, it was I will fun, say. Right. But sometimes when they're not fun and not funny, it's correct. It's really tough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Any other uh, anything to recap before we move on? What are we doing now? Okay. I, I literally spaced on what we were just talking about. I'm sorry. Another woman's husband. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about no, that. It's okay. It's uh, you can hear my voice. I'm, something's in my chest. Yeah. Uh, it's been. A, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm good thing you're out. flying tomorrow because yeah, you'll never get sick on a plane. No, I know. There's <laughs> never germs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wear a stormtrooper helmet. It's circulated there. I'm sure that's garbage. Legal. They'll think. Oh, I'm gonna wear a Muhammad Atta. Well, you know, it's gonna cool down because you know what time of year it is. Yeah, it's Christmas in July, Wind, baby. Winds whipping down the boardwalk. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so the movie we chose for Christmas in July was Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. This stars Aubrey Plaza as the voice of Grumpy Cat. She's, of course, uh, plays April Ludgate on Parks and Rec, one of her fades. She's also in the new Child's Play, which I haven't seen yet. I haven't either, I but I bet it. she's good in that. I mean, she's uh, good in yeah, almost, she's great. Good in almost everything, yeah, I would say. I agree. Except for uh, maybe this. This also stars uh, Megan... I don't know if it was Carpenter or Charpentier. Yeah, it looked like uh, she was French, like Charpentier. Charpentier. Yeah, and playing right defense. Uh, as Crystal with a CH, which is kind of odd. Uh, she's in that horror movie Mama, if you remember that. Uh, also, Daniel Roebuck as George. He's a <laughs> like char- you said that like we knew who it was. He's a character. I thought you would. No, if he's Sears, a character if actor. He's uh in the oh, fugitive. I know what he's in. In this is gonna he's come in later. The, the Jay Leno. He's, he's Jay Leno. The late shift. Yeah, the late shift. I didn't know what his yeah, name yeah. was, but I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, says it's Hinky in the fugitive. When he's like, it's Hinky, and they're like, what's Hinky? You know, they have that whole discussion. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. Great movie, but I haven't seen it. In a while. Yeah, well, we saw it in the theater. We did. Uh, all right. So, well, what else do you have for us, Doctor Mud? All right, Ken. I don't know if you checked or not about where we're going back to. Not 2014. We are. That's correct. So Five years ago? Yeah. It felt longer when I looked at the things. It seemed more distant. Yeah. It's a different world. It's getting, it's getting. Five years is, you know, think of 1990 to 1995. Yeah. I mean, Ken... So you were in Portland, Maine, not that long ago. Correct. Did you see Huey Lewis in the news at the lobster shop? Well, no. Lobster shop, nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> the lobster shack, maybe? Yeah, shack. That's where I was looking for. Uh, well, I thought we settled on it being in uh, around the San Francisco Bay area. Well, because we, they're from there. That's why. But Right. And they have those kind of like, they have seafood shacks on the bay. Yeah. I assume. I don't uh, know no, sure. the news were not there. Uh, neither was HL. Yeah. But... I was on the lookout. Yeah, I mean, you always. Right. I mean, in general, I'm on I the lookout. I looked in the kitchen just to make sure they were yeah. in there. You asked there was a second floor. They said, no. You're like, all right, they can't. They <laughs> can't be there. <laughs> said, you're out of your mind. This is a restaurant. There's no second floor. <laughs> Fire hazard. All right, just wanted to check. Cause... Uh, no, but they were not there. No, all right. unfortunately. Good to know. All right, Ken. So we're going to run through a couple of things. Um, first off, music. So we're on the Billboard charts. Okay. Uh, a lot of smash hits, a lot of songs. Smash I, songs because I would not. I don't. 2014. Th- yeah, I knew all. I I think I know all these oh, songs. Okay. I've heard them all right, before. Fair enough. I think. 
which is saying a lot for the top 100 for me. So Taylor Swift, shake it off. Sure. Hosier, take me to church. Yep. Megan Trainer, she's all about that bass. Yep. Taylor Swift, blank space. Okay. I don't know what's on that. Yeah, actually. You, you do. Yeah, that's why I said I, I didn't know the title, but I assumed that I knew. Uh, and Maroon Five, uh, Animals. My printer's dying. So. So what is it? Number? What's the top? What's number one? Number one. Was this August? Uh, November twenty oh, ninth. It's Grumpy Cats. Worst <laughs> coming out July thirty first. Thank you. Um, because I think uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to talk myself out of "Shake It Off." I don't know if that was a summer song. I'll go "Shake It Off." Incorrect. Taylor Swift, "Blank Space," oh. but "Shake It Off" was like three, so she had the number one and number three yeah, songs. She's a monster. Yeah, it's impressive. All right, movies. Here we go. Number one at the box office. Horrible Bosses Two. Okay, saw it in the theater and yeah. the first one. Did we see? It? I know I saw it. No, I, I didn't see it with you. Okay. Big Hero 6. Okay. Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, the worst. Gone Girl. Okay. Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. <laughs> Long title. Uh, This was November. I'm trying to think. So, Mockingjay. I could not. I, I mean, I saw, I think, all of those movies, but I just could not even. I never saw Hunger Games, that one. I only saw the first one. Really? Yeah. They're actually all right. Yeah, I didn't fine. read the books, but... Yeah, me neither. My dad read them, so he wanted to see the movies, of course. <laughs> of course he did. Of course. Your dad's a, a tween. Yeah, I mean... Um, if only he had been born 70 years later, he'd be, oh he'd be happy as a pig and shit. November. I'll go Mockingjay. Correct. All right. Yeah, it seemed to be the biggest blockbuster out of that group, actually. Although Gone Girl was huge, Well, it's tough when you don't know what time of year... Yeah. Yeah, because Horrible Bosses feels like a summer movie to me. I think it was. But it was like number three. Oh, maybe it was that one. I don't know. Yeah. The first one probably was. All right, Kim, we're going to interrupt our trip back in Uh time. Hopefully. Let's see. Trying. (laughs) We usually do this after. I know. Your wacky wishes. Ooh, is this a little overdriven there? Is this in uh, honor of the Bagel Boss? I can't wait to listen to this like later in my life. Yeah, be like, what was the Bagel Boss? And be boss? like, what the fuck was the Bagel Boss? Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know what the Bagel Boss is, <laughs> just go to Twitter and put in Bagel Boss. <laughs> it's uh, it, it made me and Kyle's week probably. It's a it's it's an almost violent confrontation at a bagel shops, New Jersey, Long Island. I think it's Long Island. It has to be Long Island, right? Uh, no one got killed. No one got hurt. And uh, this this insane incel man just, <laughs> just ranting and raving, and then being put in his place. It really put in his place. It's just, it was great. All right, Ken. So I have a question for you, as I often do. How long is the longest domesticated house cat in the Guinness Book of World Records? How long? How long? Or how tall? But it's length. I think it was like length. Like length. yeah. Yeah, I assume they're counting tail, but I don't know. Okay. I could check. But you could do with and without tail. <laughs> Try to use my cats as to get, get a gauge. So she's probably two feet, maybe? Foot and a half? I would say four feet long. That's a good guess. 48 you're re- inches. You're really close. <laughs> Three feet, 11 inches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, well done. 
your idiot talents have returned. I felt like you were kind of out of, you know, not in sync the last few weeks, but yeah, I oh yeah, you've been getting me with. Wow, impressive! For some reason, uh, the heights I could do, I don't know why. I have no idea. I know you're good at it. Yeah, when you did the boy bands to the to the inch <laughs> as a group, this is the highlight of my podcasting career. Truly insane. Um, well, I did not expect that to go that way. <laughs> So there we go. What did you think I would say? I didn't know. I thought you'd be short because that seemed long. When they showed the picture, I was like, holy well, shit. Well, I assume it's crazy. It looks cat. like a lynx probably. It doesn't though. It looks like a cat. It's wild. <laughs> was it, it was, I assume it was a male. Was it like, just? Uh, was it fat too? Was you know it like 35 pounds? I mean, it was probably heavy. I don't think it was fat. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that was a. That's a big cat. That was I wish. Our our, our our hike game, celebrity hike game. This time, cat cat edition. Cat so length. I do want you to know that I tried to research the length of famous cats, <laughs> and then you were going to put them in order and tell me how long they were. <laughs> uh, but it was hard to find information. On, like, I would think so. Morris the cat and Grumpy and Lil Bub. I wanted to because like I, we had a good cross section of, of of sizes, right? Because um, Lil Bub and Grumpy Cat are both like dwarf cats. Okay. And Morris the cat was like huge, apparently. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So what? How big are dwarf cats? I, I think you they're cut all of this out if you want. <laughs> are uh, they like less than a foot? And they use the word dwarf cat. I I think that you would not use that for a person. I want to be clear that I'm I'm just this is how it was referred to on the website. So right. I would not call a human being a dwarf. Um, it wasn't. You know what? I couldn't get like a measurement. There was no. It, there was no website that said here's how big this cat is. Like it's forty six inches long or whatever twenty nine. So right. it was. There was no scale. It was really hard to tell. Hmm. So, but. Smaller than Dr. Snuggles, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's Maybe half. Dwarf. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, half the size? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like yeah. a foot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you watch like, the movie, you know. It's tough to tell because she's laying down the whole time. Yeah. It's not a not an active performance. No. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. I didn't TV oh, right. I didn't bother. Oh, so, that's, well, no, that's fine. We can, we can, uh, you know, when we're in the Audis, it's like, who cares? Yeah. It does kind of bum me out that there's not a lot to discuss or, or I don't have any good ideas. So. Because sometimes I'll, I'll, be, I'll get inspired. Like today, like with the height thing, I thought, oh, you know, this will be perfect, right? Like, we'll do an insane cat height competition. Did little bub. Did, didn't happen. How little is little bub? That's... Yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. No. Little, little bub. I think little bub's still alive, actually, so we could know. Yeah. Unlike Grumpy Cat. No. Grumpy Cat is dead. Morris the Cat also dead. One thing I did learn, which was fascinating... Is that the creation of Morris the Cat, the original Morris mm-hmm. the Cat? Uh, he was brought in by one of the like the advertising firms, like Mad Men, like in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. So he started in like nineteen sixty five. I didn't realize it was that old. And uh, they called him the Clark Gable of cats. Oh, can you imagine that this a human a human adult is said he going to have a great grandson that's on Cat Cheaters? Yeah, I, oh, <laughs> that'd be the greatest. <laughs> I would watch Cat Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Oh my god, yeah. guys! Be on the lookout for our spinoff podcast about <laughs> cheaters. We've been we've been really talking about it. Oh, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, the Clark Gable of cats. Morris lived to be seventeen years old. That's that's real old for a cat, yeah. right? Sixty-two I mean, not like to seventy-nine, super old, but old. no, but that's pretty good for a, for a large cat like that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Awesome. <laughs> Is it? it I I think so. Yeah, I'm I fascinated. By I learned like a lot that. of trivia. I had a trivia game that didn't work out. It was a lot of. What was the trivia work. game going to be? It was like the real names of these cats um, oh. and other trivia facts about them. Okay. There just wasn't enough out there. Mm. It's surprising. Right. You would think that- People are obsessed with their pets. Right. And the, like the, the, these, well, we're going to talk more about some of that, but the, 
the interest in Lil Bub or Morris the Cat or whatever, right, that it would be more stuff. There would just be more info. Right. It was, it was fascinating that hmm. there was so little. I mean, at least the size of Grumpy Cat you think would be out there. Yeah, maybe I didn't look hard enough or I didn't hit the right keywords maybe. It was, yeah. you know, I don't know. All right. All right, so let's get into the movie. First of all, we're big Grumpy Cat fans. Yeah. Grumpy Cat did not make this movie. She did not direct or write it. Yeah, this is not... Grumpy Cat is not... This um, is not a Grumpy Cat joint. <laughs> no. I wish it was. I mean, a Grumpy Cat joint is mostly just a cat turn. And I think we love Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. As an actress. I love the guy who plays Jay Leno who's also in the future. And He's a good actor. she's funny in this, so, you know... Is she? I think she is. I think that... I mean, she didn't write the jokes, but she... She, she tried. The timing was good. I... Have to say, this might be the worst movie we've watched. <laughs> no, it was not. It was. I mean, it's bad. Fucking. Terrible. And I told you when we decided to do this, I'm like, I remember oh. it being bad. I remember being like wanting to watch it because I love Grumpy Cat, and being like, oh boy. And I like Aubrey Plaza. I'm like, how can this go wrong? This well, is a, this they is figured a, it out. It's a misfire on every level. I mean, let's just talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like the bonfire, of the vanities of Lifetime movies. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it has all the ingredients for success, and then when you watch yeah, it, you're, you're like, yeah, "This you're is not a wrong. piece of shit." Like, it's the Caddyshack two of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more accurate because I did laugh a few times at Caddyshack two. Uh, so we open up at the Galleria Mall right away, 2014 at the mall. Right. Still, I wrote that down. I said, "Just set the movie in 1985." Like, right. If you want to, because they're clearly trying to save money. They're like, "We're going to set the entire movie." And they in even this mall. say that. Like, Ori even says that. In but one it's of the like jokes. a joke, not a joke. That's what I didn't like about all those voiceovers. This is like, it's kind of a joke, except they put a lot of money into it. It looked like, like, or I shouldn't say they put a lot of money into it. It seemed like they wanted it to be a hit, and they did enough to make it a hit. Well, yeah, because they keep talking about the sequel, right? And Audrey, Aubrey Plaza probably cost money. Like, she was oh, probably the biggest expense of the whole movie. Because how long was Parks and Rec on? Like four or five years at that point, right? Like, she's in legit movies in the theater, right? You know, and like. People like her, so Correct. you have to figure they paid her a decent amount of money. Yeah, so I I, I didn't like they tried to have it both ways. Like, oh look how dumb and shitty and we, movie and we is. never do talk about the budgets and stuff because that's a, how this gonna be a thing. But like, what do you think that? What are the budgets for Lifetime movies? We I, never I, really I, talked about this. I don't know. We should know, given that this is what we do. <laughs> um, I can I'll look it up. Maybe I we, mean, do you if, think it's more than like a couple million dollars? I might need to take a break and put the air conditioner on, so we'll do yeah. that. It's very hot today, but I'll look it up at some point because. Oh yeah, like yeah. let's say it's there's five million. Let, let, I don't even. I think, think that would that be very. <clears throat> excuse me, that would be very high. All right, let's say there are three million. Okay, Aubrey Plaza is getting five hundred grand to do this at least. You would think. I would think at least that. If, right? if, if it costs that much, She's getting a large percentage of it. Right. There's, I, the people are the the biggest expense. I think. Of in course. This movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they film it in two rooms. Yeah. Yeah, which is so wild. I just didn't like that they were making fun of how shitty it was. Like, that was the joke. Yeah. But it wasn't shitty enough. Like, they were trying it wasn't too hard. totally shitty. Right. They should have made it, like, cutaways to ridiculous, like, <clears throat> paste effects or something. Yeah, just, right. Like, like, make it so goofy that it's funny. Exactly. It wasn't fun at all. It no. Had, it, no, it wasn't fun. That's true. And that's the thing. This is a movie like this should be fun. Well, yeah. A meta movie has to be fun. It's so hard to make like, a Like, the parody. parts I laughed at. Was when like Grumpy Cat shooting the paintballs. That, made, that was funny. That was the funniest part of the whole movie, right? Because it's a cat shooting paintballs yeah, from a machine, and gun. not just shooting paintballs, but wearing little goggles. With yeah, a little, it was awesome. With like a World War One aviator hat. <laughs> it was like that's funny, right? Because I, I, I kept thinking about movies like parody movies and other kind of meta movies, and I was thinking about like Johnny Dangerously, right? Sure. A movie that should not work at all. Yeah, but it's great. But it's it's funny and it's fun because it's so breezy. Like everybody's just having a good time. Yeah. 
Yeah, Roman Roney. Yeah, like you know, you got a guy with giant nuts. Like (laughs) just like in this movie, no one's having fun. No, they're all deadly serious, and it doesn't play. It's not a Naked Gun movie with like Leslie Nielsen playing it serious, so it's funny. Right. Right. So I agree. so, So I just felt like from the beginning, I don't know what I'm watching. Like, what's the tone of this movie? Well. Yeah, so let's just let's just talk yeah, about yeah, it. But I, I think saying, it's a little easier. But that opening in the mall made me think like, oh, they're going to shoot on one place. That's it's cheap. But then it's like, oh, it feels kind of like the production value is kind of high. It was, yeah, I thought so. At least the first ten minutes, and then it feels shitty again. Right. And they're making fun of it, but they're really trying. It's like I don't, I don't know. It's, Do one or the other. Yeah, you have to. That's where the director and the writing just. I mean, I don't know what the script was, but the directing was shitty because the tone was all over. Agreed. All right. Sorry. Yeah, that was my rant. I just I had to get it out there before we get any further. So we open up in the gallery mall. Grumpy Cat lives in a pet store with all the other sad animals. Uh, all, the, um, all the other animals talk. We can hear them. She can hear them. Yeah, Grumpy Cat can hear them. Grumpy Cat can hear them. It's but like not Dr. Doolittle. Charpentier. No. She can only hear Grumpy Cat. Well, until oh, only after she makes the wish in the well for Russell Peters. Right, but I'm saying like, but the wish doesn't grant her Dr. Doolittle power. It does because just for Grumpy Cat, though. That's what I'm saying. She can't. So... Because I thought it was going to be she could hear all the animals. Right. That's my point, though. So the animals talk, and Grumpy Cat talks to the animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I the animals talk? I, that's in one of I my know. jokes. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And, uh, <laughs> that's my bad. I it's fine. It. It's uh, but she only can hear Grumpy. I didn't understand that. She should have been able to hear all the animals if you can hear animals. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of funny that she can only hear Grumpy Cat, and Grumpy Cat's rea- Like, that, that part was funny where Grumpy Cat realizes that uh, uh, Crystal can understand her. Was yeah, fun. no, great. She's that just was like, funny. You yeah. can't hear me. She's like, yes, I can. It, it, that was funny. Yeah, but then like the other animal should have chimed in because that right because that's Cause Grumpy Cat can understand because that's what's funny about Doctor Doolittle is when he starts to like lose his mind. Right, Everybody's exactly. talking all around him, but you know what's talking, right? Right. Like it's, yeah, or uh, uh, Aquaman. <laughs> yes, just like Aquaman. <laughs> and can I also say, <laughs> you got you really barely not. It fucking bummed me out. They were in a mall pet store. I know it was so depressing. Just make it a mom and pop. Just make it a or shelter. Just make it a shelter. Make it a shelter. Who cares? Because now, now all I'm thinking about is all these animals are going to be sold at some ridiculous markup. Mm -hmm. They're treated like shit. Yeah, those places are awful. They're terrible. So you're setting a holiday movie in this like a concentration camp for animals, and they and they they make it. Uh, they make it seem like the animals are miserable, which they are. Which yeah. animals in those places are miserable because they're in cages. Yes. And so it just from from Jump Street, I'm bummed out by the movie that yeah. like we're in this horrible pet store, and no one's talking. And the animals seem sad. They yeah, look sad. Every human that comes in, they're like human, 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 adopt me, adopt me, or whatever, buy yeah. me, buy me. And it's like, ugh, right. God. And this is like Annie. Like you got to go full bore. Then like this is what the movie's about, and it's not what the movie's about at all. No. I mean, it sort of is the pet shop, I guess, but kind of. So I'm just I I was I was legit sad. I was like, oh god, I'm I feel bad. I just feel bad watching this. And that's not how you should feel about a lifetime movie, let alone a holiday movie. No, I mean, holiday movie, holiday movie. But I, my point is, the movie sucks. Not that that's a terrible idea, but like that's basically what they're doing with Christmas. They're just they're bumming you out. They're they're making you remember that. These animals aren't getting adopted. It's the holiday season, and they live in terrible conditions. I don't know. It just bothered me. <laughs> Are you going to be angry the whole episode? Yes. <laughs> I hated this. So did I. All right. So why we do these movies? No, it's not. I, I, I loved Another Woman's Husband. I loved it. I know, but the Christmas ones stink for the most part. Well, okay. I'm going to come back to that, but go ahead. Okay. <sighs> 
Grumpy Cat doesn't want to leave this pet store as she's happy being grumpy right where she is. The new mall manager, Joe, comes in and tells Marcus, the owner of the pet store, that he's seriously behind on rent. The owner's plan is to make... At first, they like played up that he's going to make Grumpy Cat a viral sensation, which is what really happened with Grumpy Cat. And then they're like, oh, no, that's not the real plan. The real plan is that somehow he get his hand on this prize-winning dog. They don't say how he gets it. Right, but that, that made no sense. Why switch from the thing, the story we want, which, which is, is Grumpy how, Cat, correct. to this other story? Why does that I help I want us? the story of Grumpy Cat being a viral sensation. Yeah, or I want the story of how Grumpy Cat became grumpy. Like, why is Grumpy Cat grumpy? Well, because she looks grumpy. I know, but it just... Do you? This dog, like, why? It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, first of all, that, you're making me like this movie more. <sighs> just because I don't like <laughs> it? You hate it so much. Well, and also, so we also get... All right, go ahead. I, th- I don't know if you even passed it, because we're only like two minutes in, but... The real plan is to, to sell the prize show dog that's worth a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay, so first of all, we find out that the pet store owner is not making his rent, right? Right. Which but somehow why- we can afford this dog? Right, but we don't know how he got it, so he likely stole it because he's a fucking shady pet store owner, like a piece of shit. Right. So fuck him, number one. Agreed. And then number two, the fucking landlord for the mall is 14 years old. Yeah, he's a young guy. What? No, he, he's not a young guy. He is 14. There's no way he's an adult he's, man. He's got to be the dad. Like, if they would have just said, yeah, my dad bought the mall and I right. run it. Again, just say it. Just say he's the rich, shitty kid of the mall owner. Which he was. But they never say it. By the way, this movie is a blatant ripoff of Home Alone. Yes, I know. <laughs> a movie I don't particularly like, to be honest. Oh, but on. it's a it's a better Such version. A it's better than this. That movie's great. Daniel Stern is great. Yeah, when he puts the spider on his face and that yeah. scream, come he's on. funny. No, they're Give funny actors. I like them. I don't like anyone else in that movie though. You like Depeche? Not really. I mean, he's all right. Do you don't like Depeche at all? Oh, I like Depeche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just sounds like I'm saying that I like fish in Italian. <laughs> exactly. Zupa the pesh. <laughs> All right. We met Crystal. Is that, is, that what, is that what Pesci says when he comes? Yeah. Zupa the pesh. Zupa the pesh. <laughs> he comes into a muscle shell. <laughs> All right, sorry. We meet. Uh, oh, don't make me laugh. We meet Crystal. Crystal. <sighs> don't worry. I don't think that's going to yeah, happen. It's not going to happen again. We right? meet Crystal, who's a young teen that works at the mall. She's friends with everyone. She knows everybody. Everybody loves her. Okay. So this is also what I hated about this. Yeah. They. We go through the whole mall. We get introduced to everybody. Yep. And nobody and, else comes into play. And they don't come back until an hour in. At least at an least. hour in. Like when they're at the holiday party. Right. And th- this is when we find out her parents are divorced. Her dad left. Her dad left them. I assume they're divorced. But he left, he left but he's their back. family. No. Isn't that him at the end? Isn't that like, in the, when they're in the diner at the mall, which already I'm pissed off about that. Wait. They're in a mom and pop diner in the mall. Maybe because I had a bad copy. Maybe this like cut off. And so she's serving the guy, and they're having like the little witty banter back and forth. And then she's like, "Yeah, this is why we divorced." Oh, I that was not in the yeah, one so I watched. So they're the parents. So it, it. So at the end, when she comes back, that I thought that was her dad. Maybe I'm wrong. I did not even see that part. Of it's it. entirely, is that the very end. What's at the beginning and the end? Oh, that wasn't in the the copy. I watched it on YouTube. Oh, okay. So I I found it other ways. And okay. So when she gets at the end of the mall trip, they then cut to a diner in the mall. Okay. Like a sit-down rest. Like a Johnny Rockets, but not well, a chain. When when the mom's flirting with the elf? Yeah, that's the dad. No, it's not. The elf? No, that's the guy that likes the mom. Okay. I thought I thought. No, no, no. He's he's courting her. I like I've been using that lately. I like it. Um <laughs> Okay. All right. I then I totally no, misunderstood. No, 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 no. 
So the because later the, when they're talking about her, he talks about her like it's his daughter. I, no, I was very no, confused. No. Okay. So no. So the dad left their family the prior Christmas or something or the prior year. Okay. And the elf works in the mall with Santa, not Russell Peters Santa. Yeah, the, the real yeah, no, the I Santa. Yeah. And by the way, Santa who goes to who has to go. Um, he can't cover his shift, and Russell Peters comes in because he has to go help his mom. Santa's eighty years old. How old is Santa's mom? A hundred. Jesus Christ! And no, she works at the Ruby Tuesdays or whatever. And I thought she owned that restaurant. I thought no, that was the whole the, thing. No, no, no. She's she's just the waitress. Which is the waitress. I thought she was like. I thought it was like um like with Teen Talk that movie with the pregnancies. I thought it was like where they go to the the restaurant. The mom's running it. No, she doesn't. Or, or, or serve lobster rolls. Okay, but it, at least admit to me, this mall does not function normally. So I'm just saying, like it didn't. Well, how do you want it to function? It has a kid landlord. Number one, <laughs> Fair which point. is a funny movie, Kid Landlord. I would like to watch that. Which again, the Pesh. He's in the movie The Landlord. <laughs> the Pesh. Yeah, he's in the movie The, the Landlord. Super. It the was. Super. Sorry. Yeah. 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 You're right. Fair enough. Um, All right. About a slumlord. Anyway, I'm just saying, <laughs> hilarious topic for a movie. I, I, okay, so I was just totally confused. I, when they cut to it, I really thought she owned that store, and that's why the girl was at the store all the time, at the uh, mall. I'm never getting home today. <laughs> all right. You're never making your plate. No. Okay, so this is what I got out of it. Okay, go ahead. The dad left. The mom works at Outback. The elf is, just works at the mall. Okay. Okay, but only she, seasonally. He, well, I don't know because it seems like they have a rapport. They so. do. So he likes the mom, and uh, the mo- the daughter Crystal even comes in and says, "You guys should date her. Like you should ask her out or something." Oh God, I totally missed it. Okay, fair enough. I just I totally biffed it. Yeah. So I think the dad is. I just probably just tuned, the dad I probably dad was loud. already mad fifteen minutes in. This was yeah. possible. Yeah. But also, what's weird, he like organizes like the social scene of like he the does. Mall, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm right. not wrong about that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I that that restaurant should have been funnier. Like they should have done like a office space kind of like oh, sure. thing. Oh yeah, they could have made it. Could have made it funny because it just looked like a diner. I was just like, what was it? Just a yeah, diner? No, in a mall? I think it was just. I think it was like a Ruby Tuesdays or one of those Fridays. One of but those. it wasn't. It was like it had like vinyl. It didn't. Ha- it was very bright. It just didn't look anything like any of those restaurants. Anyway, it was just stupid. Yeah. If they're really shooting yeah, it, I mean, it could have been Canada. Yeah, I think they shot some of that like in the mall, and then all the stores are sets. That's what I think. But, that makes sense. Or most of them. Okay, so we also meet. Uh, oh, here it is. I wrote it down. So let's see. We also meet the mom who's a waitress at the mall restaurant. She's being courted by the local mall elf from the Christmas display. Okay, fair enough. I, I missed. Uh, that. Crystal is trying to set them up. It's her first Christmas since her dad left the family. I could have just read this. Uh, Crystal works at. No, it's fine. Crystal. I guess she volunteers at the pet store. Uh, George is the mall security guard who flirts with the perfume girl at Macy's. Uh, Crystal sees the popular girls from school at the mall and introduces her. Introduces herself. They of course think she's a dork yeah. and blow well, her How off. many storylines are they going to introduce? So I we know. have the mom trying to get a date. We have the the security guard and like his like weird, you know, as we learn later. But he's very odd. Right. We have her like basically as a child living at the mall was what it appears to be. Right. I assume they live there. Yeah, uh, that's why I thought they owned the store because she's always there. I mean, that's I wish. serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, a family yeah. business. Sure. Like she shows up, goes to work. I mean, that very well could have been, but it wasn't <clears throat> yeah, explained. Yeah. They well. didn't say it for sure. Um, so I'm like, what am I supposed to care about? Is this a parody? Is it a melodrama? Am I following the girl or the mom? Am I following the pet store? Like, do you know what I mean? It's a grumpy cat movie. We have to talk about grumpy cat in 10 minutes. <laughs> I fucking hated it. It was so <laughs> bad. 
Uh, we How need- do you fuck up Grumpy Cat? Everybody, literally everyone in America likes Grumpy Cat. I agree. Like you could, you could. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't know who's not watching this, and now they don't ever want to watch it. They ruined Grumpy Cat. Now they're now they can never make another one. Yeah, exactly. They put him in the fucking grave. <laughs> Her. Uh, we meet these rock stars who are shopping uh, for an engagement ring for his girlfriend. They seem to be casing the jewelry store to rob it. <laughs> they do. I don't know what they're doing. I, I, mean, I like, are they that. actually rock stars? Are they just? Is it all made well, up? I think they're in a band who are, and they're also criminals. Now, that's a movie. That's its own movie, though. I'm just saying. It's like Josie and the Pussycats, then. Like, reverse sure. Josie and the Pussycats. We saw that in the theater. <laughs> we did. Enjoyed it, too. It's a good... I, yeah, I liked that's, it. But that's, the, that's exactly the tone they should have been going for here, right? Like, we're going to take this absurd movie and make... <laughs> or take this absurd concept and make an absurd movie. Like, they somehow managed to capture comic bookness in a real movie. Right. It, and it's surreal. Like, the whole movie is just surreal. Whereas this one, it's not. Like, they're commenting on it's surreal, which makes you... Which makes it less funny... Like I just, it was nothing funny about it. Like the sides, like the one-liners aren't even funny. Like the, I love how you hate this so much. Aubrey Plaza's one-liners are not funny, and they're not fun. She's great. No, oh, she is. So the rock star thing, I was like, okay, so are they actual rock stars? I think they are. They're not stars, but they are in a band or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but so they're thought, also thieves. I thought they were a gay couple shopping for a ring, and then when they finally walk out of the thing, I go, oh, they're not together. I thought they were like a gay duo rock band. Oh, okay. They call notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, you know, but you know, shopping at a uh, you know K Zales. Yeah, I, so that are so now we have mom and dad, we have mall employees, we have pet store and security guard, we have the little girl, and now we have two guys. Whatever this is with the jewelry store. Sure. So these two nuts uh, see the story about the dog being worth a million dollars and want to steal him. Crystal is sulking at the food court, and she sees Santa, who's trying to help her out. But why do they need money? I don't know. And why steal the dog? You know how hard is to fence a, a, a unique dog? No, I don't. It's very difficult. How That's, do you know? Well, yeah, because it's like it's like rare art. Like you get a Van Gogh, there's only one of them. Mm-hmm. Like you steal diamonds, they're fucking diamonds. There's diamonds. You could sell diamonds anywhere because they're diamonds. All right. It's easier to steal diamonds than sell them if you want money. I agree. Right. They should have stuck with their original plan of stealing the diamonds. This is what I'm saying. Hmm. But those diamonds weren't. They, I think they said like, "What's what's the most that scores like fifteen grand or something?" And they're, then they see the dog's worth a million. But they we don't know why they need a million dollars. But I they, mean, everybody does. But they weren't right. silly enough. Like they have to be. Well, the one guy with the short hair tried to be silly. No, they were the same guy. There's two of the same guy. You need one of them to be like the hard ass one, and one to be the silly one. You yeah. can't have them be so similar. It just doesn't work. It's mm. a slapstick comedy concept. So he gives Crystal a Christmas coin uh, to people who are having a crappy Christmas. He says, make a wish and toss us into the fountain and your wish will come true. Crystal wishes to meet a real friend, as, which is very sad. Yeah, as, right, it's fucking depressing. As we pan into the fountain, we see the coin glow as Crystal wishes uh, starts to take shape. Crystal gets to the pet store and to start her shift, finally, like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Crystal is able to hear the animal. Well, I thought she was able to hear the animals, all of them talk, since it's Christmas Eve. But she's only able to hear Grumpy Cat talk, which was a little confusing at first. Yeah, no, agreed. I think it's stupid. It makes no sense. <laughs> Crystal figures out it's Grumpy Cat talking. Uh, I said this part was funny as Grumpy Cat was calling her calling the girl a witch, which I thought was kind of yeah, funny. it was all right. I mean, but they've already done twenty minutes of leaden, not funny prologue, and now they want me to laugh at these fucking okay one-liners. Like, no, I'm not going there. 
Did you watch this like before work? <laughs> no, I did it last night. After I did it after work, so I don't know if that helps or, or not. It usually helps. Uh, uh, this means uh, this oh the Mean Girls come in and start making fun of her for talking to Grumpy Cat, and by then the they way, disappear again. Yeah, right. They they don't come back until the very very end of the the sort of epilogue. Uh, Brace face would never be popular. Let's just put it out there, okay? She's like eleven. Yeah, like, but come on, like kids are awful. So if we're really gonna make them mean girls, she's not included. No, it's included. The fucking girl worse than all, probably. But anyway, Crystal understandably freaks out and goes to find the other Santa. She gets to the Santa booth. It's not the Santa she talked to. We're at the elf's Christmas party. So we're at all right. So this movie shifts from the mall constantly to the, to the elf who's throwing a big Christmas party for all the other people that work at the mall. Yeah. Because Pretty the much. elf is raking in money, apparently. Right. Because he had a very nice house. He did. The elf and Crystal's mom are flirting, and Crystal escapes back to the mall. Uh, I was like, who's watching this kid? Who would just let their kid do that? She's yeah. young. Yes. Yeah, she's like, what, 12, maybe? I think she was 13, they say. Okay. But still. No, I'll be right. Uh, she just waltzes into the mall. She steals a key, gets into the mall, wants to see Grumpy Cat. And in some ways, that's almost a little more believable because she knows everyone at the mall. Like, yeah. they set up the mall to be not a scary mall. Like, it's not like strangers and whatever. So, okay, fine. That's like her playground or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, why I thought her mom owned the store because she was always there. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the same time, uh, the rock store bandits come in and steal the $1 million dog. The bandits tie up George, the security guard, with duct tape and go to steal the dog. The one rock bandit asks the other who's the lead singer of Van Halen, who's the best lead singer of Van Halen. This is Gary Sharon, who's who, your favorite as who well. Who is this movie for? It's for you and Tom Florio, apparently. Right, exactly, and I hated it. So, like, what's happening? I just... It's a strange Gary Sharon reference. <laughs> I mean, they're all strange, I guess, unless you're in the Sharon household. But also, like, there's also, like, the weird swingers thing going on, too, where he's like, you're so money, and, like... It, it's odd. There's like that whole sequence has a bunch of f- pop culture references that are not for that are, anybody but under th- 40. Right. Because this movie is for kids, not kids, but like kind of like teenagers, maybe, I guess. I don't know. The- people that wouldn't know who Gary Sharon or no, Swingers Or was. Swingers. Like that reference probably went over the head of most people who watch because, but also it wasn't funny. They didn't do anything funny. I mean, with I it. laughed at the Gary Sharon talk. I guess. I just. I was so mad at those guys by that point. I couldn't enjoy their banter's bad. Their chemistry was bad. Yeah, they're not O'Grady and Rena. No, D- Ken, that is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> and it's the first thing you've agreed with today. No, it's not. I think you agree. This sucks. And <laughs> this is where casting matters. Oh, you were talking about like, right. well acted movies. Yeah, they should have brought in, and this is where they didn't pay money. They should have brought in little ringers. And this is where the fucking Thomas Kincaid movie is better. Mm-hmm. Every side character is oh, played by amazing. a real actor. And they're awesome. Great. And they're only in it for five minutes. But That's get, all they need to be. You get Richard Maul being insane. You have Peter O'Toole. You got fucking Pat Alec- Like Everybody in the movie is fun. Uh, fucking Ed Asner's in it. Yeah. So imagine now this Peter movie. O'Toole's in that movie. Right, I know. It's fucking <laughs> Glenn. Peter O'Toole. So imagine this movie, right? So the the band guys are like, um, I don't know, the Jonas Brothers or whatever. Sure. You know, we're talking five years ago. Somebody like who who young people be excited to see and who might actually be charismatic and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or like the security guard is, I don't know, uh, fucking Chris Pratt, right? Like she get all the problems that calls it a favor. Like that's a funnier movie now because you have people who know how to act. Like you take this shit material and do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need comedy. You're holding the mic so angrily. You need comedy ringers. If you're going to make a comedy movie, you need comedy ringers. And they hired terrible people. Like, this is a perfect example of, like, L.A. has a million funny people in it. Like, And yeah. they picked the two dullest fucking dullards to play the, the comic relief. 
Are you okay? Do I look okay? No. No, exactly. What do you want from me? I don't know. I thought this episode, I would have nothing to say. I have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. This is my shortest notes ever. Two pages. That's it. Just all inside of me. All right. The truth is inside me all along. <laughs> so Crystal goes to call the police on the bandits, but the line is dead. Crystal wants to stay and stop the bandits, convince his grumpy cat to help her. The bandits steal the dog and are going to drive away, but the one bandit forgets the keys. They come back to get the keys, but Crystal took them. They notice that Grumpy Cat is gone and go to look for her. I think they think Grumpy Cat stole the keys, which is kind of insane. Yeah, and I think that would have been kind of a funny idea if they had followed it through. Right. Like, if they really started to become like, what the fuck is going on here at night, right? Like, we thought we, you know what I mean? Like a, like like a house of horrors, like, like the, the night museum or something. Right. Um, oh, one other thing, they make a Cliff Burton joke. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Again, we're the only ones he that died understand. in 1985 <laughs> in a bus accident. <laughs> like, I bet hardcore Metallica fan who's 25 doesn't even know that. Yeah, you're, you're probably like, right. What's happening? And it's not and it's not done in a funny way. It's just like, yeah, it's, he says it's just like James Heffield and Cliff Burton. What? <laughs> what? Kind, like, he could have said McCartney and Lennon. I don't know. Like, literally anything. <laughs> It's like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, like you right. know, like just, just make a joke. Somebody who's like funny and known like to be together. No, but Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. No, James Hetfield and Clipper. No, obviously, when you think like famous <laughs> pairs, famous, famous musical duos. Yeah, you're just like Gary Sharon, Eddie Van Halen. Right. Like it's just obvious. Like what else would it be? <sighs> well, fuck you, Crystal and Fuck Gumby. you. I'm sorry, fucking cat. I'm glad fucking Grumpy Cat's owners made money on this. I am, but. That's about this, it. That's this all is, you're happy I'm, for? I, I'm personally offended by this. As a cat owner? Yes. Or as a comedy lover? Both. Like This movie should have been for me. These jokes should have been for me, and they suck. Well, you had a Cliff Burton joke. I know, but it wasn't funny. It's just a reference. It's just, it's not, there's no joke there. It's just saying a name. Those two idiots probably didn't even really know in real life. No, they definitely didn't. Oh, fuck them. While garbage. Crystal and Gumper Cat are escaping, they set off the motion-censored Christmas display. The bandits are clumsy, trying to hunt them down. This is where it just goes home alone. Yeah, uh, you realize we're not leaving the mall because you think for yeah. kind of at a certain point you're going to not be in the mall anymore, and it's just like the party or something. They they see Crystal running away and chase her. Crystal goes to hide in the sporting goods store. It's like Gremlins. Uh, and the band's chase her yeah. in there. It was Gremlins, Home Alone, like every like one of those those Christmas but it did, movies. But it learned none of the lessons of those movies. They're like fun. They're of funny. Course. They're scary. Yeah, like this movie couldn't decide if it wanted to be a little scary and then a little funny. It, it just I I don't know. And that heel turn. Unearned. Unearned. <laughs> Unearned? Yeah. They don't lay any groundwork for it. It they just happens. Do. No, Ken. Because when in the beginning when they're he was like, Oh, the dog's worth a million dollars. Does it you get like a little bit? I guess. but they we know he lives with his mom. He mentioned that. But you didn't know that times. he was in on them stealing what the diamonds in the beginning, not Don the jeweler. Right. This is what I'm saying. There's no they don't even like lay bread breadcrumbs like Right. He could have said to the little girl, like, oh, make sure you go to the party tonight. You don't want to be here. We have to do all, like, we have to clean the floors or, you know, like, something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also, what security guard stays day and night at the mall? No, none. And why are there no security cameras? Okay. Anyway. Can we move on? No. Well, I I, I will say one other thing. If you want a movie about being trapped in a mall, there's only yeah. one. Chopping mall. Chopping mall. Okay. Agreed. The robots go up escalators. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Maybe one of the f- top five hardest I've ever laughed ever. It's insane. 
Okay, so as Crystal is hiding, Grumpy Cats get distracted by fishing lures and knocks over the display. The bandits are having a hard time finding Crystal. Crystal puts Grumpy Cat in a tent to hide. As the bandits go into the tent, they find Grumpy Cat in the tent. At the same time, Crystal dresses up in paintball gear and lights them up. I do like that they like open up that tent and Grumpy Cat doesn't even move. They yeah. just they like go, and he just yeah. goes, mm. Yeah. That was funny. Grumpy Cat was the best actor in his movie. Right, but I wrote down, so this is like making Tempted, and Momoa never takes his shirt off. <laughs> like, Grumpy Cat needs to be in the movie. Like, what? Like, Aubrey Plaza's in the movie talking about what's going on, but Grumpy right. Cat is not ever really in the movie. No. And it fucking pissed me off. There's the part I, I laughed at before, Grumpy Cat shooting them with the paintball gun, which is hilarious. Yeah, that was really fun. If you're going to watch any of this movie, just yeah. go, it's like maybe 42 minutes in. It, that was really funny. Crystal runs out of ammo, runs away. While the bandits are distracted, uh, they escape. Also, lead singer Bandit shoots himself in the foot with an arrow. Did you hear the noise he made when he pulled the arrow out? <laughs> it was so weird. He's like, <gasps> it was like this weird inhale, like exhale, but also like a, I don't know. It was very odd. Okay. Crystal and Grumpy Cat are running in, and she sees the coin wasn't in the fountain. Excuse me. The landlord pulls up to the mall now and is walking around. What the hell is he doing there, by the way? He sees the one. <laughs> I thought he was going to be in on because at that point, like, why not? Why isn't he the one trying he to? Sees the why aren't they all trying to steal the dog? Everybody that, should be trying to steal that's it. That's what it should have been. That's the movie. The dog comes to the mall and is going to be shown the next day at, like, some event. Yeah. Like Chopping Mall. Um, you know, in the beginning, they had the big conference. Um, and then... <laughs> The rock the stars, the security guard, the mall owner, and maybe the group of employees from the taco shop or whatever, all are trying to steal the dog to make the money. And so it's kind of like a a, a, a caper then. It's like a sure. caper movie. I, and then, a caper. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a way to make this fucking dog work. It sucked. Uh, They think so the, the bandits catch the mall owner there or the landlord, whatever he is, and they <laughs> think he's the one that took the keys. They punch the landlord in the nose. They want their car keys back. They threaten to throw him off the balcony if he doesn't talk. Crystal goes to security to get George and unties him. Just as she's telling George about the dog being kidnapped, the dog walks in. The plan is to get Crystal back to her bike so she could go call the police. Because uh, the security guard said he the bandit t- took his phone. Right, right, correct. Now we're back at the bandits and the landlord. The landlord uh, says they can have the dog and he'll look the other way if they let him go. George has been lying to Crystal, plans to steal the dog himself to get the money. He's so, been on it the whole time. Yeah, so, okay, so I, this, again, I don't understand this. So, one, undeserved heel turn. There's no laying groundwork at all. Two, why the rigmarole breaking in if you have a guy on the inside? Well, that's the point of the inside man. Well, they don't break in. They they, they don't break in. They just walk in. All right, well, whatever, but they're like, why not? I don't know. I think they tie him up to make it look like he's not in on it. Okay, because it looked to me like they were trying to break in, in quotes, and that would seem weird to me. Okay. We're back at the elf's party, and they're having fun. Nobody realizes Crystal's gone. The elf makes a move on the mom, and mom's into him, too. We're back at the mall, and Crystal is hiding. The bandits and George have her cornered. Uh, they tie up Crystal in the pet shop owner, put Grumpy Cat in a cage. They're still trying to get Crystal to give them the keys. This whole movie's about getting keys for a cell. Yeah. That's a cell, it. A cell that holds an animal that is distressed. No, no, keys for a tercel. Oh, ter- tercel. <laughs> George threatens to hurt Grumpy Cat unless Crystal tells him where the keys are. Crystal tells him that she threw them in the wishing well. This is, we're almost done. I know, because... Grumpy but, Cat and Crystal become... <laughs> it's fucking... They just run through it now. There's nothing funny about it. It's not madcap like like Home Alone either, right? Like No. There's, there's nothing... F- it's a little girl driving a car. I mean, that's really all that happens. Yeah. Who can't probably touch the pedals. I was also annoyed by that. Yeah, I'm not even going through that. Uh, so Grumpy Cat and Crystal become friend, best friends and uplifting Grumpy Cat's speech. Grumpy Cat lets all the animals out of their cages as the A-Team theme plays. 
Another old reference. It was, I again, don't know what they're going for here. All the pet store animals try to foil George's plan, but he escapes with the dog. He leaves his cell phone behind. However, Crystal calls her mom and tells her what's going on. She tells her mom to call the police. The bandits George now have the keys. They're making an escape. Grumpy Cat convinces Crystal to steal the Camaro to chase them down. Now we're in a car chase. Crystal's mom and the elf show up as Crystal chases the bandits around the parking lot. They line up to play chicken. The two cars race towards each other. The bandits uh, chicken. swerve first. Why? Yeah. And did you see how far apart the cars were? Like 30 feet. Like they couldn't even get going. <laughs> uh, Crystal stops short, launching Grumpy Cat into a Christmas tree. Grumpy is okay as the bandits and George get arrested. They end up ado- they end up getting cr- adopting or buying Grumpy Cat. Grumpy yeah, Cat. she like tricks her at Christmas, but they have Grumpy they Cat. They have yeah. Grumpy Cat, live happy, happily ever after, and they live with the mall elf as well. You skipped one thing that I think is worth mentioning, which is the silent movie part was kind of funny. When they kind of like go into like the sequence where it's like a silent movie, like kind of wrapping things up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah. That made me laugh. So, Dr. Mudd. Oh, I'll say, wait, I got one other thing I didn't realize. So, two things. I said, uh, the whole pet store thing is a bummer. Like all mall pet stores, why didn't they set this in the organ shop? (laughs) Okay. Because you know I love that. Yes. I love the mall organ store. But again, if what you're making is a movie that's for someone who would jokes from 1985, the organ store is the joke. Put the fucking organ store in the movie. <laughs> like, it's so infuriating. The movie was for me, and I hated it. Yeah, it's true. I will say the score was good. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it was actually pretty well done. It wasn't stupid. All right. <laughs> so on a scale of one to five Grumpy Cat cutaways, which is most of this movie, <laughs> what do you give this one? Is it a 0.0? 0? Mm. I wrestled with this. I thought a lot. I, I had trouble sleeping last night, and I was thinking about this. <laughs> Oh, I thought because you could have come with a score. Yeah, both. I was I both was having trouble sleeping and also then was like, God, what am I gonna say? It's an insult. Wow. To to Grumpy Cat fans. It's an insult to people <laughs> in general. Grump if uh, uh, an insult to fans of Christmas. Because it doesn't do any of the things I need it to do. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, bad. Is this the worst like, movie you think we've watched? <sighs> It's very close. It's it's bottom one or two. I I mean okay. that's that's where I'm hesitating is it just had no redeeming like laughable things. Like the cheapness didn't come to factor where it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. None of the written jokes are funny except for the machine gun. And that's the only yeah. reason I'm not giving this a zero. Okay. The only reason. Because that legitimately made me laugh out loud, which doesn't happen. And it was intentional. But everything else sucked. I it was like I hate it. I didn't hate it as much as you. I don't think anybody stated this as much as you. I think actually Aubrey Plaza is kind of on record as not enjoying it at all. Yeah, I mean she was funny in it. Like her just I mean, her she, time, she's a comedic. See, timing. I actually thought her performance wasn't great because but I think it was the directing. She hit the jokes too hard. She wasn't like droll enough. I want her to be more like Meh. she was oh, like, like, Meh. like yeah. oh I'm snarky, look at me. It was just like Ugh. Yeah. and these joke and the jokes were bad. They were legit. Yeah, they were bad. terrible. Like so every time she's meta commenting on the movie, you're just yeah. like who cares? Like, what is this for? What it was for to pad the time. They, they wrote it. They wrote it like they thought it was going to be a like a, a a factory of these movies being pumped. Yeah, out. exactly. And it, which it could have been like Garage Sale Mysteries is fucking right. like twenty of those. Right. Not anymore. Well, right. Well, look at a new, but, look at a new person. We but, have to talk about that recasting at some point. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was bad. Uh, what's your score? I'm gonna go point two five. Wow. Simply, simply for the machine gun paintball. I'll, I'll give it a one. Uh, strictly, I love Grumpy Cat. I love Aubrey Plaza. 
I I loved the paintball scene, and I lo- I did like chuckle at a couple. And the little girl was good. Other, like, yeah, like she had, other... they didn't give her anything to do, no. but she was a good actress. I chuckled at a couple of the other jokes just because it was Aubrey Plaza saying yeah, it. Fair. Uh, and I love and just Grumpy Cat is just great, but but like, how do you fuck? They this messed. Up? They did. They messed how? it up. It's the classic cash in fuck up. Like they tried to cash in on it and made a terrible movie when they didn't have to. Yeah. Like you should know by 2014 how to do this. I, if it was 1984, I would get it because that was everything. in 1984 is like, well, we have fucking Lou Ferrigno. We'll make a Hulk thing and it'll suck, but everyone will buy a ticket and no one will know the difference, right? Yeah. Like they said with the how this get made. Like Jaws three made 82 million dollars. Crazy. And it's a piece of shit. Yeah. But they had the fucking shark. You know what you saw in the movie? The goddamn shark. Like, <laughs> there's no Grumpy Cat in this. It's insane. Yeah. For yeah, I'd say Grumpy Cat is in this 15 minutes. A screen time, maybe. Yeah, and like, and it's only an hour and fifteen. And minutes she talks a lot as Grumpy Cat, but there's no right. actual Grumpy Cat. And because the voiceover wasn't that good, like the the, the as the jo- written, well, the joke as written, right. right, right, as written. I'm like, yeah, whatever. She did fine. Oh, yeah, sorry, right. that's all right. Um, caught it, good. But uh, yeah, like I don't know, like I would never. Like, I've watched it twice now in my life, which is twice too many. Yeah, it's disappointing because this. I remember like, last first time I watched it, I zoned out. Like I was just like, "Oh man, I was disappointed." Is, is, okay, so I know we've had a botched episode in this, but is this better or worse than an Envogue Christmas? Um, I think. Oh God, I hated both. Of them. I know. Wait, we botched the Envogue. Didn't come out. Yeah, I don't. It didn't work. I don't think so. I think that was a lost episode. Uh, there was one of those ones where the audio dropped out for some reason. Yeah. Oof. I don't like either one. I Envogue is probably better. Right. Which is crazy. Right. Because it's not about Christmas hardly at all. No, it's, it's, barely not, about about, it's not about anything. Yeah, it's but as David L. Greer, and this is what I mean about ringers. Like you gotta bring in people who choose scenery, who like yeah. know they're in a shitty movie and know how to know what to do with it. Yeah. Like, true. Ah, uh, I just I, I wanted to like this too. And maybe that's why I'm so yeah. mad about it, but I was like, Oh, this will be fun. Like I, I got home from work, I was really tired. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have like a glass of wine. I'm going to like take notes on this. And you're this watching a Christmas movie. Right. I was like, yeah, it's 95 degrees outside. But I had to wring so out my bad. underwear when I got yeah. home. <laughs> and uh, and like, and I was just, it was, I was bumped, legitimately bummed out. Like the animals in cages and just like the mall. And I love the mall. Like it just, all of it, all it, of it. Yeah. Every choice was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I know. It's, I mean, it was, it was I, I chose this one because I, I no, knew because it was Grumpy ba- Cat it was, died. And I knew it was bad. We were like, oh, Grumpy yeah, yeah, Cat yeah. died. So yeah. let's, you know. But you, I, I did watch it five years ago. But like, it's bad. I knew it was. I remember it being bad, but not that bad. And it couldn't. I, I guess I kind of thought when you said it's bad. I thought, oh, it'll probably be like fun bad. Like it'll just be so over well, the kinda, top. It's fun. It's fun for me. Oh, God, you like you like what I'm about to have an aneurysm. That's the only <laughs> thing you like in the world. The whole reason we even have a podcast is so you can hear me yell. You're like, no, you know what I enjoy the most. <laughs> and apparently, you and 35 other people across <laughs> seven continents. Because oh you're not angry all the time. I'm not. But, no, I, especially on this show. But when when you're when you do go off, it's the greatest. Yeah, you enjoy it. It's fine. I, <laughs> I'm just. You're done with this movie. <sighs> yeah, you I'm, never have to watch it again. I am, but I I I don't know. I this is as sad as I felt doing this entire podcast. Like, wow. wow. Watching that movie, I was just like, wow. <laughs> I feel really bummed out. I just like. I, I watched the end today. I, I had to stop it at like an hour. 15 i was like i can't i was like i gotta go to bed like what am i doing with my life <laughs> i mean <laughs> existential question of course all right so kenny we're gonna play a little slivering net worth all right 
I have mercilessly saved you from IMDb keywords. Thank this you week. so and much. You add, you requested it, and I respect it. Just a week, one week. It's all right. Although cats probably wasn't one of the searches. I mean, <laughs> I didn't look because. I wonder if Wu Tang thinks a grumpy cat. <laughs> you think they know who Grumpy Cat is? I do. I think I think seven well, we know one who definitely doesn't because he's dead. <laughs> so the old dirty bastard, aka O-D-B. Big Baby Jesus, mm-hmm. aka old Dirt McGirt, does not know about Grumpy Cat. I don't think. Um, you know, who knows? I think I would venture to say Six to seven of the remaining members know who Grumpy Cat is. No way. You don't think so? No. Three the most. I think like I think there's I no think, way Method Man knows who Grumpy see, Cat is. See, I think he's the most likely to know. Because no he's in Hollywood? Yeah, and he's like on Twitter. Like I feel like he's one of the he's All more right. connected. I feel like the, the Rizza and the Jizza both know. <laughs> and it's then it's after that is like uh, Ghostface. He seems with it, but he also seems like in his own stuff. Like he's very like into what he's into and not into what he, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's very narrow, maybe not narrow, but maybe he's into, you don't think he's into Grumpy Cat. <laughs> it's a, it's, I don't know. It's, you know, like you got, I, I, I really don't know. I don't know enough about him. It just, <laughs> all right, fine. 30% the most. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, well, I'll put a poll up. All right. That's a Twitter poll, I think, right? Like, yeah, sure. How many members of the yeah. Wu-Tang Clan know who Grumpy Cat is? I, I just feel like they won't know a lot, but they'll know. Like, if you showed them. Okay, so this is the metric. Not that they've heard the phrase Grumpy Cat. Yeah. But if you showed them a photo. Mm-hmm. Would they say that's Grumpy Cat? Yes. I think you're probably closer in that metric. But I think <laughs> if you say, have you heard of Grumpy Cat? I think most of them would say yes. No way. <laughs> Maybe they'll write us back. I, I'm gonna tag them in it and see what sure. happens because I need. It's a question that he's answering <laughs> that I'm writing down. I, I'm a, I'm an adult man in my forties. This <laughs> thing early forties, almost forty one. Yeah, we're coming our forty. We're gonna record our forty first ep- forty first episode almost on my forty first yeah, birthday. Almost. It's crazy. So, ladies, get in while the getting's <laughs> deteriorating. I don't know my old balls. Who fucking knows anymore? <laughs> All right, so this movie made it difficult. You could have just put Parks and Rec. I know I didn't want to. I thought yeah. that was too easy. Mm-hmm. So, and plus, I thought you'd be ready. So, we're gonna start with mm-hmm. uh, the actor whose name I forgot already, who played Jay Leno. Sure. In the Late Shift. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do Jay Leno, David Letterman, and Johnny Carson. Oh, nice. I, and because I was, I realized that like I know they're worth a lot, but I really didn't know. And in thinking about. Letterman was on TV for so much longer than Leno, but Leno was a touring comedian for so much longer, yeah. which is good money too. And late night doesn't pay a lot, like especially at the late, like after the Tonight Show slot was not as good. Anyway, there's a lot to consider here. I think. All right, uh, and also spending money, right? We know Jay Leno has like what? a million cars, right? Like, yeah, and he's buying like you know antique, rare cars. Yeah, this movie is like they tried to steal Jay Leno's fucking Stanley Steamer car, tried to sell it, like. Where who are you selling it to? There's only one person who would buy it. It's Jay Leno. Nary owns it. Like, fucking stupid dog. All right. You want me to go B to T? Yeah, sure. I'll go Johnny Carson. Okay. 250. Okay. I'll go Letterman at 400. Mm-hmm. 
and Leno at 500. You're back in the zone, baby. You're right there. Johnny Carson. Well, this is stuff I know about. I know. I, I, I felt like this was a good one to get back in the zone. And I feel like I've been too obscure lately. So trying to, <laughs> trying to keep. Well, we'll see. It's going to get very obscure in a minute. Uh, all right. So B to T, Johnny Carson, 300. Okay. So, you know, but that's a tough one to really know. And it's like he died 30 years ago. Ninety oh five. I think. Or he retired thirty. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he, he retired. Yeah, but he years owned ago. the Tonight Show. Like he probably yeah. still owned a piece of it. Probably you know whatever his kids do. But he divorced like four times. Yeah, and, yeah. you know yeah. it's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, but he was like one of the. He, he was like the richest person in Hollywood for a very long time. Yeah, I believe it. Um, David Letterman four hundred on the nose. Yes. Jay Leno also four hundred. Oh I th- wow! I thought that, that was a little more. I did too. I, I always was... thought he got the better deals. Uh, Letterman got paid more at the start of his CBS run, so okay. his contract was worth more. But I think Leno, in the long run, his escalated better. Like his old, his, yeah, he yeah. ended up being paid more at the end okay. than Letterman um, because they were and they were throwing money at both of them to keep him to stay ultimately. Mm-hmm. But um, but but Leno also did all that Vegas stuff. Like he yeah. he, he, he like did, toured like, Doritos and he had more at more like yeah. Letterman didn't really have any. Well, but he owns Worldwide Pants, the corporate, yeah. and they have all those shows. So, like, yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, so they have these huge shows they make money on. So, and he gets probably a giant. I mean, they're worth four hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, but I, I legit thought th- I thought they'd both be worth more, and I thought Leno would be worth more than Letterman. I definitely thought that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, there you all go. Right. All right, Ken. So, part of this movie revolves around. <laughs> I, lo- I know you love when I do this. Part of this movie revolves around a wishing well. Terrence Trent Darby. So we're gonna go with 1980s one hit wonders slash two hit wonders. Okay. So I'm counting Terrence Trent Darby as a two hit wonder. That album did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give you some names. We're gonna go through them one by one, and you tell me what they're worth. All right. Mm-hmm. So TTD Terrence Trent Darby. <sighs> what do you think he is worth? Wishing well, kiss and tell. What was his other song? <sighs> I thought he only had it charted. Yeah, I, I I read a long thing I mean, about we don't have to look it up, but no no but I read a long thing about classifying one hit wonders and who classifies as one because remember those like Casey Case and Run Dazzy yeah it went to like number thirty seven or whatever but yeah he had uh, a lot of heat too I think part of it was just did. like he you're right well he said his album was more important than Sergeant Pepper so right like, remember he was like he, yeah he was crazy he I was like feuding them. with Prince yeah. and stuff which you know right, Terrence Trent Darby I mean I don't think he did anything I don't think he I don't think he's one of those guys that still tours. I mean, maybe. I mean, I looked him up a little bit, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you don't know says a lot. I'll say he's worth five hundred thousand. Terrence Trent Darby is worth two million. What? I have to figure it's like soundtracks or something. Okay, maybe he's a producer or something. I, I think he had a song. He had a song like a big movie. It was like Beverly Hills Cop Three. I mean, you know, but yeah, but like he played over the credits. You could see a soundtrack like that selling. You know, making a decent amount right. of money. Um. Okay. So we're going to go with Billy Vera, V-E-R-A. Who's that? At, oh, hold on, let me pull the song up. Spotify, here we go. You know the song, because again, I pick people with famous songs. So I think Billy Vera and the Beaters was his band, I want to say. Yeah, Billy Vera and the Beaters, I was right. Jesus. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, from Family Ties. Correct. I couldn't remember what show was, it was. It's a very, like, very famous episode. Um, all right. So, so this song was what had to be like 83, 84, 82, one of those years. Yeah, I think maybe a little later, but yeah. 
Not much. Maybe 85 or 86. Okay. I mean, it was a very popular song. And the fact that I knew who he was and knew what his band was should tell you at least something, right? Like, you never heard of him or didn't realize you knew his name. I'll go a million dollars. I don't know. He's going to the phone. It's one of two things. It's one of two things. Oh, wow. He must be a he must be a producer or something. He's worth $20 million. How? Yeah, he's like a writer or producer. Oh, all right. Of so a little surprise. Maybe that's not, okay. Maybe not. I mean, that's fine. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if I knew that, I'd, I'd have real problems. Again, I'm, I, yeah, well, true. But also, you know. It's interesting. Yeah, and like maybe that's not a true Jamiroquai. Because, again, I do think like a Jamiroquai is like a $60 million out of a $1 million, But still. Yeah, I don't know. But that's pretty close, right? I think it's, I think it's more the, the, like, if this person is worth amount you would never guess. Yeah, that seems pretty close to that, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's... I thought the, a million was high. I think if you do, like, the spread of guesses, like, maybe one person out of 100 says 20 million versus, like... Maybe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Jamiroquai, I just can't imagine someone says $65 million. No. Not even Jamiroquai. <laughs> right. He looked under his hat. There was just a pile of money. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Oran Juice Jones. Oh, shit. And his song, The Rain. Cl- classic song. What year was that, roughly? Uh, these are all 80s, so okay. I Early think that's 80s. like that's probably 83. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Guess. I uh, did not... Uh, I'll go 250000 Uh, $2 million. These music guys, man. So you're starting to get the... Get, you just need one hit. Get in the hang of it now. I mean, it's fucking good. I know. It's a terrible album cover, but... Oh, yeah, that's bad. I He's a retired... I love this. Retired R&B singer. Like, we have to know he's retired, so... Yeah, 86? Mm. Oh, wow, okay. Sounds like 86. Yeah. Cameo. Oh, he's got some good album titles. So his first album is Juice. Second album is GTO. Gangsters Taking Over. When I hear this, it's what I think. Yeah. All right, it's a fucking great song. You don't like this? You don't like this? It's not my. It's not my bag. I like Word Up. Did you know I'm a more cameo guy? Yeah. I, oh god, they are good, but they're not one wonders. But yeah. Um, did you know they're making a DeBarge miniseries? What? Yeah. Why? I can't remember who's in it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they're doing it like like they did with the uh, OJ series. Is it called Rhythm of the Night? I, if it's not, they <laughs> might as well shit their, blow their fucking brains out. It's it's called Who's Johnny. <laughs> if it's about the making of that song, I'll fucking watch it. I'll I, buy it. I look. I might have dreamed this, but I swear <laughs> to God, I read this uh, that they're making <laughs> like OJ. Yeah. Or, or like a movie, something. TV One announces original film, the Bobby DeBarge story. Okay, so. His name Bobby? It was L. <laughs> I'm just, look, because they were trying to find. Is there anybody? Big Boy's in it. He plays Barry Gordy. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, All right. that that's relevant to your interest, though, right? Like, that's the thing you Yeah, watch. I love DeBarge. Maybe we'll watch that. Maybe we'll do a bonus of watching the Bobby DeBarge story. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, and I hate this. All right. Got a couple more. 
So this I don't, know, I, I don't know. For some reason, I like my like R and B like more upbeat. I know. I, I hear what you're saying. I do. I yeah. You're not like a. We I remember we talked about like D'Angelo. You don't like sex jams. Either. No, not really. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this is like a perfectly crafted. Oh, it's, 86 it's, song. I can see why people like it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why I enjoy it. It's like there's something about the crafting of it. It just is like. It's so specific, and he's really. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's for sure. But I love that he like had this idea and then executed it perfectly. Like, yeah. it's so annoying. It's like the Grumpy Cat thing. It's like, oh, I love the idea of that movie. Right? Yeah. That, like a Grumpy Cat Christmas. Like it's a perfect lifetime thing. People are tuning in for these, you know, Hallmark and Lifetime yeah. movies at the time. And they blew it. Yeah. Like they could have done even like the Will Ferrell thing, right? And the Chris and Wig, like make a real one and like, but it's a <laughs> right. joke because it's so <laughs> right. insane, right? right? Like, we probably should do that one. It is I a know, lifetime original crazy. movie. Um, all right. So this one kind of counts, not exactly. Okay. Um Patrick Swayze. Oh had a she's one- like the wind. She's like the wind, she blows. Again, more more lyrics that aren't correct from Kyle Reese now. <laughs> um Wow. Now you gotta wonder how much he paid at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get getting the probate. Let's see. All right. Well, Let's say if he if he wasn't sick, I would say like fifty. Okay, all right. That that's. But that, I like the logic since of that. He is. I think he probably unfortunately died with seven million. Wow, seven million. I Boy, don't know. I just think it's swayze. I think it's very expensive. <laughs> Who didn't own this soundtrack? Yeah, I mean everybody, Ch- children, men, women. Can you imagine? Like you think from this alone, he probably exec produced it too. Like he's the biggest star in that movie. Yeah, but I don't think they. It was a surprise hit, so I don't think they made a whole lot from it. I mean, it was directed by Emil Ardolino. So yeah. you should just end it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who died of AIDS, sadly. Um, Patrick Swayze, at the time of his death, forty million. Wow. See. I know. I was surprised. It's hard to say. I, like, I thought it would be less, just given all the things we know about him. Right. I mean, that's the the killer. And that that you know, if he didn't have pancreatic, I would say it's something different. But he lived a long time, like yeah, Jobs, right? Yeah, right. Jobs he, had to spend fifty million dollars staying alive for an extra ten years. Yeah, because he tried to treat it with a juice cleanse before <laughs> he went to a doctor. Did you know that? Oh, he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. He's an arrogant idiot. prick. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, no, no, agreed. A genius, but no, you're totally and right. the ways. You know, he lived probably what. Four or five years, probably. Yeah, longer. he lived longer, longer than you would because think. he had money. Yeah, well, like Trebek fucking cured him. He beat it, yeah, which is awesome. You amazing. know, he has fucking money. Right? Yeah, boy, Swayze. All right, yeah, I should have stuck my original guess. I guess but... we'll do a quick bonus one. What is Don Swayze worth? <laughs> He's that... a were- werewolf brother. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Don Swayze pops up a lot in 80s movies. Our friend, a friend of the show, Michael Michelli, loves Don Swayze. I, I, you know, maybe uh, hopefully. I'm gonna see him. I think we might hang out with him next week, so uh, we can, maybe I'll save it for him. But or I'll tell him not to listen. Four million. There you go. You're back on track. Five million. <laughs> see, I, you know Don Swayze, but not Orange Juice Jones. All right. Uh, last one. I don't know why I picked this one, but it just leapt out at me because it seemed okay. strange. Edie Brickell. Mm, a new Bohemian. Yeah, but her soul net worth. Now yeah. you know that she was married to Paul Simon. Maybe still is. Yeah, but they've had trouble. Uh, that makes it so difficult. I know. That's why. I like, that's why I picked it. Because uh, he's got to be God. Yeah, he's in the nine figures. Um, nine figures. Nine. I'll go. She's worth. Ah, see, 
This is a tough one. If, I, she, I, if I, she's divorced, the number me, goes way up. I'll check if you want me to look, just to be sure. No, I, no, I don't want to know that because that that that's cheating. No, but there's two numbers, you know. I'll go for her. I'll go fifteen million. Currently married. All right, I'll still go fifteen million. Ten million dollars. All right, yeah, not bad. I was kind of surprised it was that high, but you know, I didn't know it They're was. Still, how long have they been married? Jeez, probably a while, right? Yeah, I would think so. Same. Nineteen ninety-two. Wow. So right when that song hit, basically, or maybe actually that song's probably a little. It's earlier. a little older. Yeah, it's eighties, but she looks good. He looks like shit, but she looks I, good. He's what? Is he seventy-five? Oh yeah, yeah. He's got to be like our parents' age, right? Like, yeah. they got three kids. God, he's you know I, I fucking, know you, I, I know fucking you hate like Paul Simon, <laughs> but he just looks like a fucking piece of shit too. He looks like he's about as tall as Bagel Boss. Yeah, he is, and he's from born in Newark. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there you go. And I gotta own him now. Take my Jersey celebrities. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. All right, Ken. We're gonna do our last. All right. Category: Famous animal actors. Oh boy. So this is from a BuzzFeed article. This is not from Slippery right, Network. Well, we'll, we'll take so, it. You know, I'll you allow know. it. It's as, it's as real as anything else we've done. So first, we'll start with um, Bart the Bear, who was in the movie The Edge. Oh, I love that movie. I know. we've talked, That movie's come up more than once on this podcast, which is hilarious. What do you think for Bart <laughs> the Bear? Fucking hell. $75,000. <laughs> it's almost a Jamiroquai situation. $6 billion. What? <laughs> Bear, this is growl. <laughs> he could stand up. I could stand hey, up. Look, he's good in that movie. No, though. I know he's awesome. I remember when that movie came out. People were like, "The fucking bear is great." <laughs> that bear's gonna get nominated for an Academy Award. Six million dollars. Yeah, for Bart the bear. Steve Bart. <laughs> I'm just telling you what yeah, he's worth. Right. <laughs> you no, know what's really sad is I knew what his name was <laughs> before I even looked it up. Uh, um. So, Eddie the dog from Frasier, his real name is Moose. Jack, uh, Jack Russell Terrier. He lived a long time, too. I know, he I died that. not that long ago, yeah. I don't know. Based on Bart's what net yeah, worth. This is why we, this 10 million? You're not that far off? 3.2 million. That's crazy. All right. First of all, how is Eddie worth less than Bart? I don't know. He was on a network. T- Look. This is a He's getting that Frasier money. Yeah, they had like this complicated math in the thing. I was just like, I'm, I just want the number. I mean, geez. All right. This might be my favorite one we've ever done. I, I, so we hit, so far. I don't know. Why right, we, we got Bart. I'm going to cut it right back. We got Bart yeah. from Bart the, the Edge, and we Six got million. Eddie from Frasier. Yep, Moose the Dog, three point two million. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you two. <laughs> I just the list was hilarious, but I pulled I pulled out the ones that are most fun. Keiko from Free Willy, the Orca Whale. <laughs> Ken, Ken stared to the sky, threw up his hands, and then rubbed his eyes. He just, and now he's writing things down, which I think is well, fascinating. Well, I'm writing down free will in case you ask me to add these all up and see if they're worth more or less than somebody else. If they're worth more or less than Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a whale, like, I don't know who would own a whale besides a, a, an aquarium. Right, but, like, imagine... I mean, I think a whale would be worth a lot of money. Okay, so I think if I recall correctly from the article... They said that they kind of figured out his his or her worth. They do it by weight. How much chum? <laughs> um, based on how much it cost to free the the actual whale. So the the orca was set free after the movie. Oh so no, I, kidding! So I think that was part of the deal. Oh no, shit! All right. Yeah. 
I don't know if that makes him worth more or less, but I don't either. But I think that was the metric they used. All right, I'll go eight million for the whale. Thirty-six million. Get, shut up. That's crazy. Right. I mean, it's not. I believe you, but and it kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't know anything. I'm just telling you what I found on the internet, and it was a BuzzFeed article about highest-paid animal actors. But that's it's deceiving because it's not what they're paid; it's what they're worth. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It, and it said net worth. Actually, it did say. So they were paid at some point. <laughs> fish. Yeah, exactly. Like how many pounds of fish? That this is fascinating to me. All right, here we go. Twenty pets that make millions for their owners. That's the article. Because I was looking for Grumpy Cat's net worth, and this is what came up. Uh, Keiko, the killer whale starring role in the Free Willy franchise, earned the Orca $36 million, as well as real-life freedom in 2002. Sadly, Keiko died of pneumonia a year after being returned to the open ocean. Yeah, because they don't let her live. I'm just telling you, look. Jack Russell Terrier Moose from Frasier earned $10,000 per episode. That makes sense to me. So... um. Yeah, see, for some of these, they only just had per episode, so they didn't have a net worth. All right. So, like, Crystal the Monkey from the show Animal Practice made $12,000. Because I thought it was going to be Marcel the Monkey. I was looking for Marcel, sure. and there was no Marcel. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of these. Rin Tin Tin, the actual dog, mm-hmm. made $2,000 a week, which is $26,000 a week today. But we don't That's have a, a t- lot. total number. That dog fucking trained, though. That dog did No, shoot. I know, yeah. Um, let's see. Little Bub earns thirty thousand dollars a year. Oh, I think you could say a week. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna kill myself. Uh keyboard cat earned somewhere between twenty one thousand and hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year. Right. So they don't know. Uh some of these some of these were kind of stupid, like Peanut, the world's ugliest dog, which you probably see yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Um and then they had a horse on there, which is <laughs> bullshit. Mr. Red or no? American Pharaoh. I know. Oh, that's that's like a professional that's what I said. I was like, that's that's not, a different thing. I agree with you. It's yeah, fucking, yeah. That's why I put it. So we have one last one. All right. So we had Keiko the whale, thirty six million. Whew. Grumpy cat. I mean, look, I don't. Now I assume they're they're saying that the merch that Grumpy Cat sells goes to Grumpy Cat Incorporated. Okay. So I'll, I'll read you everything but the number. All right. Tabitha Bundesen was working as a server when her brother in September of 2012 posted a video for now famous feline Grumpy Cat to Reddit. To Reddit. Excuse me. The cat's legendary scowl went viral in less than 48 hours. It's estimated Grumpy Cat has earned, has since earned Bundesen roughly blank from appearances, modeling, book deals, and ads. Okay. Bundesen disputed the number but hasn't said if it's too high or too low. So it's a guess. Like all like all net worth numbers, it is a guess. I'll go seven million. Oh no. Oh no. Or oh yes, I should yeah. say. Yeah, it's actually a positive one. They're guessing one hundred million dollars. No, no. That's impossible. That's impossible. How? How? I, I don't know. I don't right. know. Even if Grumpy Cat makes appearances, that's so much money. Like, we, there's no way. There's no way. That's there's no way. I think the number is probably closer to ten. Like, if I, I, agree. I think, I, yeah, I, I think I guess seven. I forgot. Yeah, already. yeah, you did because that just blew my mind. But you were like, there's professional athletes that make a living that do this every week, and they've been doing it for forty years yeah. that don't that aren't worth 
five million. Yeah, I do think part of it. I think part of their estimation though is that the owner lives like a normal person. Okay, do you know what I mean? So they're not spending like professional athletes have cars and houses and shit. Yeah, but if you have a hundred million dollars, you're not living like a normal person. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I guess that's true. You're you're buying something to make your life better. No, that's true. But I, if you I don't believe think, in money, I just think the scale is maybe different. But fair. Yeah, you're yeah, all right. You might not be uh, buy a Lamborghini, but you're gonna buy a, a BMW or something or yeah. a Mercedes. I mean, maybe that's why she didn't want to say what the number was. Maybe she's hiding money from the feds. Who knows? I guess that's a that's a crazy estimate. Yeah, I mean, look, we had an estimate for a whale, so you know, we're we're in the realm of fantasy here. Yeah, but all right, think about this logically, though. Now I, no, no, seriously, okay, no, go. but Lil, if Lil Bub is worth thirty, yeah, there's no way that Grumpy Cat is worth right that much more, a hundred times that. I mean, maybe they really monetized it. Like I, I don't know. That I think they did. Like that's yeah. why I said they're but, worth eight million dollars. <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not. It's likely not that much. It's Buzzfeed. That's what they do. No, I know. They get people talking. <laughs> Here we are talking about. It. Great Pete Holmes joke, and here we are talking about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. No, that was good. That was that was one of my favorite ones because yeah, it's you got insane. Explain. Yeah, because there's no way. There's almost no way to guess. What I mean, because why but would I, I picked the ones with the scene most reasonable, except for Grumpy Cat? But why would why would Eddie be worth less than Bart the Bear? I don't know. Do A sentence to... I never thought I would say. <laughs> no one, no one said except for the editor. No, of this I believe, I believe it. All right, more than just a pet. I, I, but I think rarity of the animal comes into play here too. Yeah, and I do think Bart. I want to say Bart the Bear was in other stuff. Remember, there was that movie, The Bear, and he might have been in Great Outdoors or something. Yeah, but I, like, I, no, I believe you. But I think like training a bear costs a lot more money than training Eddie. And this is where net worth and wages kind of get confused. They don't like celebrity net worth tries harder to make the the, the, the distinction. Yeah, right. That like they've earned four hundred million, but did they have four hundred million? No, no, right. Uh, whereas this is they're kind of conflating them, right? So yeah, yeah, more than just a pet, the giant grizzly earned one million for his role in his biggest movie, The Edge. But Bart has seen, been seen in many other movies and television shows. Altogether, uh, Bart has pulled in more than six million in wages. So net worth is probably half that at yeah. best. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I don't know how much salmon costs. I mean, if he got <laughs> if he got a million dollars for The Edge, at least that's something like we know that. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah. biggest role, he got that correct, and that that money's tagged. But I'm just that's again Still. where net worth matter, you know, is different because a lot of the sites will just say like, "Oh, you'll click on somebody you can't find somebody net worth." It's like they're worth three hundred ninety million dollars. Like, no, they've earned that. They made that right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, agreed. That, that was interesting. Yeah. See, this is you never know where you're gonna go. Wishing well, he was kiss and tell. Terrence Trent Darby and Bart the Bear. We learned a lot today. That's what I would say. Let's get our right. song ready to take us out. Oh. All right. So uh, we don't know what we're doing next. We need, oh, yeah. we need a palate cleanser. Boy, we, we spent no time thinking about it, too. Um, But we will talk about it. Kyle will drop it in. And it won't be Christmas time anymore. Yeah. Christmas in July. We'll be sh- back in a uh, couple months for our Christmas episodes. Yeah. And that'll be it. So uh, for Dr. McCarr, Reach and Dom, Ken the Worst, this will be another episode of The Cyber Bullies. Yes, eh? It's a good song. Turn it up, man. Yeah, we said Craig and I was like, oh, free to ride. <laughs> Fucking idiots. 
All right, let's see. That should make a comeback now and be very popular. Phone confessions should come back. I know. If I could go right now and just listen to people's confessions, like if there was a YouTube channel or a Twitch or whatever, I'm in. <laughs> you wouldn't do that? Of course. Oh, okay. I was like, I was obsessed with that. Like, I, I mean, as a child, I don't know why you're obsessed with it. Yeah, I love oh, secrets. Snitch. I love secrets. I don't know. I love tax cab confessions. I love regular confessions. <laughs> I did not go to a... No, you never went to confession. No, I never went to confession in my life. Never, I didn't even go to church until probably your wedding. <laughs> I think maybe that's got to be one of the first times. Really? Dead like serious. you were never at a wedding that was at a church before that? Before no. 2007? No. So who got married before you? Um, Dan, maybe? Kevin Amoruso. Yeah, one of those weddings was the first one, though. Yeah. So I'm assuming he definitely got married. 05. I think John got married 05. So maybe that's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the first time. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you were at Eric's. was at a church. That was 04. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right, because I remember saying it at the time. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. My buddy Scott went to a went to a wedding there, too. It's strange. He was like, he's like oh, I've been to that church of Pop the Legs. I was like, really? He's like, why? St. Mary's. It was at Ernie Pomeroy's wedding. <laughs> Best man, Rory Chapin. <laughs> uh, cyber bullies. Jokes for no one. Yes. All right. I'm a, you know, you cut this all out. No, I did. That's why I already wrote it down. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. 192. Okay. On the next Cyberbullies podcast, starring Peter Boyle. I see. And uh, how, how did you get this information? I'm not sure. It, it just sort of came to me. Well, I see. Thanks for uh, coming and telling us about it. And Kristen Davis. I've been having these visions. What kind of visions? You mean like the Blessed Virgin? <gasps> I think I just saw one. These are the tricks of Satan. You must resist them. It's 1997's A Deadly Vision, available on Amazon Prime.